Welcome to Speak, Listen, Heal. I'm your host, Madison, and this is our first storytelling episode, which is very exciting. I chose this story as the first episode because this storyteller did a really good job of explaining her experience at 180 Place, which really gives some context for what this place is, what it does, and the impact that it has on people's lives. This particular storyteller wished to remain anonymous, but I am sure you will still find her story equally as moving. Thanks for listening and enjoy. inform you a little bit about my experiences with 180. Um, 180 is a place that I would recommend to friends or family that needed help because they do uh, provide that help, uh, medical, counseling, If you need legal help, they can provide that for you as well. It's a very clean and comfortable place. Um, And the staff is very, very exceptional, good staff. Um, I would recommend them to anyone. Uh, They go above and beyond. Um, there is truth in people with the heart and willing to help people. And regardless of your situation, they sit and talk with you and ask direct questions. Um, They do have rules and regulations, which is only natural and it should have rules and regulations otherwise I don't think the the company would uh, succeed and have as much success as they have been. Um, It's a growing company they are getting ready to build and I look forward to seeing that. From being in the program I took baby steps and now I am actually walking. Um, There is um, employment uh, possibilities with the company. If not directly with the the company, it will help you locate a job or recommend you to some of their um, fellow employees or friends. Um, If I was to ever be down and out again, I would definitely look up 180. Um, Like like I said, through experience, and until you walked in a person's shoes, you really don't know what they go through and how they deal with it. But when I 
first uh, encountered 180, they, uh, it was like I, I was at my last end and I was ready to give up. But a couple of the young ladies that worked there uh, came out and talked to me heart to heart. And it made me think about what I was thinking about. Wasn't a good thing to think about. But anyway, um, one of the young ladies that I encountered while um, here at 180 is uh, a statement that she made, I'm just passing through, which I was. I was just passing through. I um, My stay was comfortable, like I said, but you have to get used to different personalities because you do have all those different personalities that you may run into. But it's just keep praying and keep looking forward and have willpower and determination and do what you need to do to get out with the help of others to help you get back on your feet again because you can get back on your feet again. And uh, I'm a witness to that, that I have. And I'm very happy right now um, with the situation and the outcome of what it was. So... Uh, I can say if you're ever in a situation that you feel that there's no help or no hope, don't give up. Uh, call 180 and they will be there for you. It might take a minute to get in. You know, there's some steps that you have to go through. But once you get in and you work the program like you're supposed to work the program, it's well worth it. I give it 100%. The staff here at 180 I'll say 110%. They were always there for me. They were always encouraging me. Um, nothing but good about all of them, all, of, all the ones that I've encountered. And even now, you know, some of the, the compliments that I get from them because of, I'll say from, I'm going to say somebody else quote, from rags to riches, that's how I felt. It was rags when I came in, and now it's riches that I'm still here, and I feel like I'm part of the family. So I enjoy my new family at 180. So what happened before you came to 180 that led you here? I was a business owner and I did private duty as well. And what I did was I gave up my apartment to go in someone's home to take care of them. But it did not work out. It was like myself dealing with two other people. And it was a, it was a lot more than I could handle in that situation. Um, pertaining to their health issues and their needs. And in that situation, you need two people to do one-on-one -on -one for each person because it was two people that I was dealing with. But by it not working out, even though I thought it would work out and it didn't work out, I felt that it was best for me to leave. But at that time, I'd already given up my apartment, so I had nowhere to go. So I was and I was stuck living in my car. 
So um, I talked to a couple of people, a couple of agencies, and they directed me to 180 Place. And they said it might take a minute to get in, but you would get in. So I came over and talked to someone, and then they gave me information and a number to talk to someone else that could get me in. And like I said, there were some steps that I had to take in order to get in. And um, because of the COVID situation, you know, they got protocol on how to get in and what you need to do to get in. So after that was taken care of, I was admitted. And I felt as though it was a safe place, and it is a safe place. You know, it's like, you know, everybody has hurdles to get through, and I had to get through some of my hurdles, but I did. And like I said, you know, you can be on top of the world, and anything can knock you down. But the main thing, and my goal was not to stay down to get back up, because we all fall, and we all can get back up. But you just have to have the willpower and determination to do that. Um, I've, I've met quite a few people, and I was able to sit and talk with them. Some of them were a little negative, but I feel like I got through to quite a few of them, you know, and let them know it's not as bad as it looks. But, you know, at least you're not outside in the cold because it got cold in the car. But, you know, I just made sure I kept gas and then I would start it up and heat up and then cut it off to conserve my gas. But, and I met a couple of young ladies that, you know, kind of listened to or wanted to talk to me about everything. I don't know, I felt like I was a magnet sometime because everybody came to me with their problems or whatever. So, and it, that was a good thing because it made me forget about my problems to try to help them sort out their problems, you know. What was your experience like when you were staying in your car? Um... It was hard to sleep at night because there was something or someone or the noises, you know. And like I said, the, you could see through the car, so, you know, I did have a blanket. But I would just basically sleep with one eye open if I slept at all. And just trying to find a safe and secure area to, to park my car in. You know, sometimes I had to move it. Sometimes uh, the police, which they're just doing their job, would shine the light on them and say, you can't park here or you have to move your car. And of course, you have to obey the law. So I did what I had to do and found another spot that I felt was secure and mostly in a public place where there were cars or somebody always around just in case something happened. But uh, the good Lord protected me, and nothing happened while I was in the car. Did you tell anyone in your life about what was going on at that time? I did not. Mm -hmm. I did not. Um, I've always been a strong person and a role model for my children. And 
I, they never saw me down at my lowest point or anything, and I don't want that to happen, and I didn't want that to happen, so I did not share mm-hmm. my time to them or anyone else. I just felt like giving up a couple of times because, you know, uh, I never thought it would be this way in trying to help others and end up hurting myself. But, you know, it was a choice that I made. Nobody forced me to give up my apartment. I chose to accept the job, and I said, well, you know, if I'm going to be doing 24-7, there's no sense in having an apartment. So, uh, like my mom used to always tell me, you make your bed hard, you got to lie in it. So, you know, I chose to do what I did, and this happened. But I have no regrets now because it has made me a stronger person and I can still go on with life. You know, it didn't break me. So, you know, it has enlightened me a lot and I learned a lot. And like I said, I enjoy giving and giving back. It kind of spoiled me being here because everybody was always giving to me and and that wasn't me. You know, I'm, I'm not used to receiving, I'm used to giving, but it did feel good to get gifts, and even the staff would surprise you with a little goodie bag just because, no special reason at all. And that was nice. I enjoyed that, you know? Sometimes I get teary-eyed talking about it because, uh, you know, it's, but it's heartfelt. It's from the heart, you know, because you really don't have a lot of people doing nice things for you you know i figure if you're doing something nice what's the catch what's behind it what do i have to do for this what do i have to do for that but it's all from the heart so you know that's all i can say about that it's all from the heart